Hi, my name is Peter Maestri, and you're listening to Divorce the First Six Months. If you are someone who is about to go through a divorce, or maybe you're healing from one, then you're in the right place. This conversation and the stories you're going to listen to focus on people who have gone through a divorce, and more importantly, how they navigated through it. What would you do differently? What would you choose, knowing what you know now? Um, Like during my divorce, or just in life in general? I think in life in general. For sure, because you've become a lot wiser. You've grown a lot. So mm-hmm. what would you choose knowing that now? I mean, to be honest with you, I don't think I would do anything differently. I think that um, life is not a series of failures, but a series of learning tools. Like every time, you know, you feel like you fail, it's actually not a failure. It's just basically allowing you to pivot into a new direction and to take those tools and learning lessons and apply them into a new area of your life. So I don't think I would actually change anything because even the things that I mentioned before that I would change about myself, I have changed. And had I not made the mistake the first time, I wouldn't have the realization that those things are so important and make the necessary changes in my life now. So I don't know if I would even change anything. I think that um, I'm really happy even though at the time I didn't, I was not happy and there were moments in there that I was absolutely miserable, but now I'm, I almost look at it as if it's um, the best thing that ever happened to me because I get to be, create a new sense of happiness for myself. And if those things didn't happen, I don't know if I would have made those same choices. You answered the question, but I'm going to ask you anyway, because I ask everybody the same question. Okay. If you had to do it all over again. Would you do it? Would I get divorced? Everything. Get married, have the kids, everything. If you I mean, had you to know, do I it ask it. myself a lot because I think that when you, um, when you are like, when you're looking back at your life and you're looking back at your relationship, you can pinpoint certain parts that you said, well, that was a huge red flag. Mm-hmm. Definitely should have paid attention to that. And I think that um, one of the things that I realized in my 40 something years on this planet is that there were many times that I was trying to fit a square peg into a round hole and I had tunnel vision on that. I was like, nope, this is the direction I'm going. And even though life was telling me, hey, this is probably not right. We're going to show you all these signs that this is like not right, you know. Um, I just continued on that path, like didn't you think twice about it and like forged on. So um, I think that for me, um, I guess like I probably, you know, it's um, it's a difficult question because like, should I it was it was should I have said yes, you know? Probably not. I probably should have said no, but I wouldn't have my two amazing girls and my life would have gone in a totally different direction. So I still don't think I wouldn't change that. You know, I don't think I would change any of it. I just think that were there times in hindsight that like were obvious red flags? Absolutely. Probably would have saved me a lot of like time and anguish. My life would have headed in a different direction, but I don't know if that direction would have been a better direction. You know, yeah. I'm happy with the direction my life took. I'm happy for the lessons that it taught me and the things and the kids that it provided me. And, um, you know, and I have a long life left to re- be able to kind of like do life part two. <laughs> 
I guess my next question is this. Did you know, did your spirit know? I myself went through a lot of similar things that, that you've expressed. And my spirit knew. My spirit knew a year before it happened. But I kept, I kept it quiet. Did your spirit know what was happening before it happened? Or was, was it really a shock? Did you really what? find out? About the, the infidelity. Yeah. yeah. Um, no, I think that the, I, you know, that's a really good question. And I'm glad that you brought it up because I think that um, throughout my, the course of my marriage, um, I definitely knew. I definitely knew in my, and I, you know, female intuition is, it is a beautiful thing. That stuff is powerful, you know, and my intuition was going off and I knew something was up, like I had it, but I just wasn't listening to it at all. I was making excuses and I would raise the question and my question was, would be answered with adamant denial and uh, more on one, more than one occasion. And I would approach it in all different ways, you know? And um, so, you know, yeah, I knew I did, but I wasn't willing to recognize it. You know, I wasn't, and you have this moment when you find out where you, where life, all the past becomes rewritten. You, it all, it's like that moment in a movie where like they play back all of the moments and yeah. you're like, oh my gosh, it all makes <laughs> sense now. How did I not put that together? You know? And that's kind of the, what I felt. So yeah, I absolutely knew and I knew who it was before I, like I actually knew, but I just wasn't willing to like believe it i just in my head i told myself like how could somebody do that to me you know that would never happen to me yeah. you know that happens to other people not me did you ask yourself why did you chase the why for any amount of time um i think i did for a hot second but i think deep down i knew why you know i knew that like i knew that our relationship wasn't um what it needed to be, you know, I knew that like I was struggling well. And, you know, this wasn't just me, you know, through the nature of our relationship, uh, my emotional connection with my ex when like, I think that that's the first thing that is severed when somebody starts having an affair is like they become emotionally invested in somebody else. Mm -hmm. And so the emotional connection that you have with that person is severed. And, um, I think that like that, you know, for women and being intimate, um, I think that the emotional connection is so super important, you know? Um, so, you know, I, I definitely felt like there were moments in my marriage that I knew like things weren't right. And I was having like severely uncomfortable feelings, you know? And, um, and I didn't know why. And I was like trying to bury them down and, you know, continue on like with like the motion, the, um, the motions. And it just, you know, it just was, it just didn't feel good. So those, I knew why I didn't really chase the why, you know what I mean? I knew why, you know, I knew that like he, I, he couldn't have been happy because I was freaking miserable. You know, I guess like the why that I didn't, I guess. So like, I, I don't think that I was, chasing the why, why her or why me kind of thing. But I think that the more I, the, the, the thing that I did chase was like, why didn't you just like leave? Do you know what I mean? Like, why didn't we talk about divorce more? We didn't really talk about divorce. We never really talked about divorce. So I think that was the most surprising thing was the fact that um, it kind of came out of nowhere in a way because it wasn't this like, 
thing that was we talked about a lot and we're working towards or considering it was kind of this thing that was like not talked about and it, it was like kind of like I could say that the word divorce was maybe mentioned three times in my entire relationship over the course of 12 years and you would think given the way that things panned out those conversations would be a lot more present what was it that gave you the final nail in the coffin how did you find out Oh, um, I, we we were in therapy and he had said something about like financials and it made me feel like, um, that I really, like he had been really planning, like he had been really like looking into like the division of assets. And I realized like how uninformed I was. And so I had reached out to our, um, like money manager to, and I asked him to send me all withdrawals from our savings account over the last two years. And, um, I found a, um, like a $2,000 withdrawal or like a charge for Tiffany around like, uh, around Valentine's day. And so I was like, I don't think he bought me anything, uh, from Tiffany on Valentine's day. So I like went to our bank account and I real I, I remembered that he got me a massage gift card. And, um, I was like, well, that's what I got. I definitely didn't get anything from Tiffany. And so when I asked him about who, what this charge was, he basically um, came home later that night and gave me a letter that he had written that pretty much said that he had been having an affair. So that was it. That, yeah. And then from then on, I did like investigative work and found everything else out. All right. So now, because you said that, I'm going to have to ask you the question. Yeah. How important is it to investigate? How important is it to go through the, that process? Is it damaging? Is it healing? Is it necessary? Good question. Um, for me, it was necessary. I, you know, I wasn't being, I, it was, so I think that that's an individual question that everybody needs to ask themselves. I was never like an overprying person and I did not, I was not groveling for like answers, you know, in that regard. But I did want to know like who it was. I did want to know like how long it had been going on. And I knew that would be information that nobody was going to provide to me. So I took it upon myself to find out that information and that information ended up being pretty powerful in the grand scheme of my divorce when it came to the division of assets, because there was a lot of money being spent on maintaining a relationship that ended up being for a long period of time. So that information ended up serving me in the long run because I was able to utilize it to say, to say like, because I was armed with the information and I could say, you know, these, all these charges need now have to be like paid back and now, you know what I'm saying? Cause in the, in law, there's certain rules and stuff. So I'm glad that I did. Um, but I also wasn't one of those women, women that wanted to know everything, you know, but how do you protect know. yourself though in that process? Cause that pro- huh? like, as you're discovering, how do you protect yourself in that process? Good question. I don't know. You know, I think I've always been like a prideful person. Mm-hmm. So I didn't want, I never wanted to go and grovel and be like, but why don't you love me? You know, why, what was the matter with me? I never had those moments with him because I always like, even though I was so, I had like zero confidence and I was so self-conscious and, and felt like, 
completely replaced and um, not enough. I never, ever, ever wanted him to know that I felt like that, you know? And so I was, I, out of pure pride, I just wouldn't, I wouldn't, I wouldn't cross that line, you know? Um, I don't know if that was the best, probably I'm deaf. I have no regrets not doing that. I think that if I would have been that person that was like, why me? Um, I think I probably would have regretted doing that, <laughs> but, um, I didn't, it wasn't a conscious thing. You know, I wasn't like, how do I protect myself? And I think that the information that I, that was available for me was limited anyway. So there's only so much that I could find out. Well, that's not true. I probably could have found out more. You know, I could have like investigated and like gone and talked to every single friend. But again, I think my pride protected me in that way. And I was like, I'm not going to let them see me down. <laughs> I'm not going to let them see me grovel. <laughs> He's not that important. <laughs> and on that note, I think we've gotten to know Carrie in a way that um, makes a huge contribution. So if you're going through divorce, if you're healing from divorce, um, I really encourage you to Take notes, watch as many uh, things that you can get your access to, listen to people, share your story. If anything that we've learned from Carrie is be vulnerable, that it gives you access to something bigger. Carrie, thank you so much for your time and for being a yes to this conversation. It takes a big person to, to speak about these things. So thank you. Thank you so much for having me. It was a pleasure. This conversation started because someone challenged me to be vulnerable. So I'm challenging you. Share yourself and your story. Be courageous. Be vulnerable. It makes a difference.